it's the next level. And now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Path, the Next Level Network. Today, we have, uh, I don't know that we have a lot going on today, but I feel like I'm going to jump into some of this stuff and really kind of go off. I, maybe I won't. I, I don't know. I haven't started it yet. But uh, <laughs> but if you're going to, if you're worried about how I sound, um, well, I sneezed like four times, but I don't have any other spot to record the show today. So sorry about that. And also, I didn't move the microphone again. I've talked about this before, how the microphone is usually facing the other direction, and I didn't feel like moving it. So I just moved myself instead. So on the show, so that it might sound a little different. I'm sure it's fine. On the show today, we have a song from our new friends, Mega Wave. I'm looking forward to that. We're getting a little preview. There you go. Am I going to do that when we get to the song? I don't know yet. I don't know. We're not there. We're not there. We'll get to it. Um, and we'll figure it out. I don't know. I'm going to talk about a, a thing I noticed when I was on a walk the other day. Well, I wasn't like out for a walk, although I should be. Um, I was going somewhere and I realized something that I just want to talk about. Is that okay with you? Is that all right? Should we start with that instead? Because that's not going to take that long. So yeah, we'll, we'll move that to the top. Uh, we'll talk about weird office trainings, but I got a positive thing to say about it. I know I've talked about that already, but I'm going to uh, be a little nicer this time, I guess, because of what happened. Uh, and also, I saw a story about some employers trying to get people to come back to the office for booze. So we will talk about that. We don't have a lot of sports to do because it's Wednesday, and uh, I'm going to try to do what I did last year and jump back in on Fridays to make the sports more timely. I do not have time for that this week, but we will talk about a little bit, NBA playoffs and how bad the Phillies are, and then our song, and then that'll be it, I think. Is that all? Yeah, I thought I was going to do something else, um, but I'm going to make that a, a thing on the website instead. So there you go with all of that. Hope you're well. Hope you're having a good time doing whatever it is that you're doing. The weather is driving me nuts because they can't decide. Whoever controls the weather cannot decide if it's going to be warm or cold or what. So uh, figure it out. God damn it. Because my, I don't know, allergies, I guess? I don't know. I've been sneezing a lot today, so it's been uh, it's been a tough day or so, and, uh, and that's me. I don't know. I hope you're okay. So I went, uh, let's do, yeah, we already made the decision we're going to put this up top because it won't take that long. So I went, to, I had to go do a thing the other day, had to go to an appointment. I'm fine. Don't worry. And I'm walking. I decided, like, it's easier to get to the place if I just walk because if I have to take the bus, I got to go, like, halfway not really happy, maybe like a quarter of the way and then take a bus in a different direction and then get on a different bus. So I, I screw that. So I just walked. It's like a mile and a half, not even. And so I noticed, and this isn't the first time I've walked to this place. It's not the first time I've noticed this, but it was really, it was nice outside. And I'm like, damn it, it's really sunny. We need more trees around here. And I get why they kind of don't do it because then, you know, when you have trees and I I've had trees in front of my house before, and we had water in the basement when it rained. You know, things happen. The roots get under, and, you know, they cause problems for the houses. And I understand with all these houses, like, if you do that with all these row homes that are connected to each other, then you're going to have problems in all of those basements in the front of the house where the trees would be 
because yeah, the tree roots go and they grow and extend and they mess things up and all that. And then you got to, uh, it messes with the sidewalks and you get water. So I understand that there's a practical reason to not do it, but can we at least get some like canopies or something? Like a lot of places, I mean, I was walking through like a neighborhood, so I wasn't walking past a lot of bus stops for the most part, but um, they've taken away a lot of those bus shelters because they don't want people to sleep. Like the company, I'm not going to say which one, although, you know, if you know where I live, you know, but anyway, um, they took away a lot of those shelters. How about I get closer to the microphone? How about that? Uh, I'm moving around. I don't know why, but anyway, um, they took away a lot of the bus shelters because people were sleeping there and they wanted to stop that. And I just, I don't know, that's weird. I just kind of wait for the bus. And if somebody's sleeping there, I just kind of move over and get out of the way. Uh, but that's me. And I'm just wondering, like, why can't we do something about the shade problem? And, you know, if you have trees, it's better for the air and all this other stuff. And I don't know, it just really bothered me. The note that I wrote for this little segment topic thing was the city needs more, ah, the city needs more trees. And I think I'm going to stick with that. I think the city, and, and again, I get it. I understand the practical reason for not planting a bunch of trees in front of a bunch of row homes. I understand. However, comma, there are a lot of people in the city who walk everywhere and take the bus and all that, and they could just use a little shade, a little protection from the old sun, and, uh, you know, it'll be nicer. It'll look ni- like the neighborhood will look nicer if you have a bunch of trees, because we got a block near us. That's pretty much all trees. I feel bad for when it rains over there, but it looks really nice. And yeah, I know we are raking leaves and all this other stuff, but we don't really have grass here. So, <laughs> so it would be kind of like sweeping leaves out of the way. But anyway, I don't know who to talk to about this. I don't know if it's even possible, practical, uh, ideal, whatever. I think it's, I think it's ideal, but for someone who would have to do it, like for whoever would have to handle this project, I don't know if it's ideal or practical or plausible or what, but I think the city needs more trees. There you go. So that's your little, I don't know, your little PSA for the day. And I don't live downtown with all the high-rise skyscraper buildings, right? But, I mean, then you get, like, none of the aromas, let's call them that. Let's be nice about it. No, it smells like And none of <laughs> And when you have all the buildings, all of that, let's just say all of everyone else's air is just kind of stuck there. Like it's kind of swirling around above you. And especially now with COVID and stuff, you know, it's worse. All those gross, everybody's gross air is kind of swirling around your face. And, um, you know, there's nowhere for it to go because it's blocked by all the buildings and whatnot. And I know that maybe this isn't scientific and maybe that's not even true, but it seems that way, right? I read that somewhere 15 years ago because I thought about this at another point in my life. I'm like, hey, why don't we have more trees? And I kind of looked into it and I realized, well, yeah, the people who would do that wouldn't want to do it, I guess. I don't know. But where am I going with this? The city needs more trees. That's where I'm going. I just look. It was real sunny on my walk and I was bummed out about it. I was like, hey, you know what would be nice? Every, you know, 500 feet or so, a tree. That's all. That's all. Just plant a tree. All right. It's Earth Day. Is it today or is it the day the show comes out? I have no idea. It's somewhere around here, somewhere this week, right? Is Earth Day, Arbor Day, whatever it is, go plant a tree, okay? You know, ask someone if you no, don't. You know, you know what? Even better, screw it. Screw whoever lives there. Just go into the grass in front of somebody's house, little patch of grass in front of someone's house, and just plant a tree. Who cares? <laughs> don't tell them I sent you to do that. But 
just plant a tree in your neighborhood. Whether you live in a city or not, just plant a tree. That'd be nice. And in a hundred years, when the people who live there now are dead and gone, and when I'm dead and gone, there'll be a tree, and someone else can have a podcast and say, you know what's great about this neighborhood? There are a lot of trees. Pat, are you okay? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I've had a lot of, um, just a lot of time to think about stuff, about me, and how weird this show can get, and I figure, why not lean into it at the beginning here? I just, uh, yeah, there's seven minutes on trees. <laughs> we need more trees, goddammit. There you go. Okay. So, I was in a, I know, I'm just, I'm transitioning with the word so. Yeah. Um. I was in a work training the other day, and I've done, pl- I've done plenty of these in my day. And a lot of times they're really awkward. And I don't mean like my unit training where I know the people, although that's weird too when we're asked to read stuff out loud on the spot. That's awful. Don't, don't, do- if you are running a training, do not make anybody read out loud if they don't want to. Just like, hey, are you comfortable reading out loud in front of all the people? Or even like now I'm working at home, it's still awkward as hell. Just be like, hey, are you comfortable reading out loud for everyone? And for me, the answer is 100% always no. And uh, I would appreciate being asked that, I guess, a couple times. Because it just happens sometimes. Like, hey, we're going to read stuff. I'm like, God damn it. And so it's a bummer. So we did a training, um, kind of like an agency-wide training. So a bunch of us from all different places across the state. So this wasn't just people in my office. It was everyone across the agency or a couple of agencies or whatever it was. And so we didn't really know each other. And this was based on a training that we already took a couple of weeks or months ago. And the woman running the training said, okay, we're going to go around and you're going to introduce yourself and your title. And then, um, you know, tell us one thing you took away from the training. And I was like, ah, damn it. And I, like my heart sank. And I was like, this is not, I don't want to do this at all. And then she said, well, if you don't feel comfortable you know, talking, you can type it in the chat because we did it through Microsoft Teams. And she's like, if you don't feel comfortable talking, you can type in the chat. I'm like, yes, thank you, woman I've never met before. That's the really the way, because it's awkward as hell when you, and, you know, people say to me all the time, and I'm sure I'm going to get some messages after this. They say, wait, Pappy, you're talking to us right now. You have a podcast. What do you mean? It's awkward to, you know, talk about things, you know, talk about things that you've learned with other people. I'm like, well, yeah, I do a podcast, but that's me on my own time by myself, essentially talking to me and Jill and Arthur, they're upstairs. They can hear me, I'm sure, but I'm being kind of loud and I'm in a different spot in the, cause you know, the thing with this house is you can hear everything everywhere. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is a hundred percent different than being put on the spot with people either you don't know, or you, you're not really, you know, friends with or whatever, or even just like, put on the spot with other people around or other people listening. And that's weird as hell. And so, yeah, it's not the same and I don't like it. I don't like being put on the spot to read things out loud or talk about myself. Um, I barely like to talk about myself on this show and the show is called the melting pad. So I don't know what everybody's, uh, you know, freaking out about when I say I don't like it. It's just, I, it's just a bummer, but I will say hats off to that lady. If I could wear hats, Hats off to the woman running that training who said, hey, if you're not comfortable talking, and I lied. I said I had microphone issues. Um, I should have just said I'm not comfortable talking, which I'll probably do in the next one because we have two more of those. And um, again, kudos to that lady who said, hey, if you're not comfortable talking, 
You know, type it in the chat. I feel like that should be an option for any like training setting virtually, especially. I guess that would only apply virtually, but make it an option. If you're not comfortable talking in front of people or talking in a group setting uh, or reading out loud in general, anything like that, make it an option where you don't have to do it because really, like my anxiety was through the roof. Like I said, my heart sank when she said that. And then she, you know, pivoted and said, oh, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, you don't have to. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Can you come be my boss or be the boss at the office or whatever? Because that'd be great. Or, you know, just stop asking people to read out loud because that's not good. And stop asking people to like, I don't need to break the ice. Okay. I don't know you people. I don't need to know you people. Nobody gives a I don't need to break the ice with any of you. All right. Let's just keep our ice to ourselves and we'll be fine. But kudos. So if you run a training where if you're into some kind of group setting and uh, they say, let's do some icebreakers, put out the caveat and say, hey, is that the right uh, term to use there? Whatever. Put out the thing like, hey, if you're not comfortable, that's fine. You don't have to do it. We're not going to make everybody uh, weirdly anxious and uncomfortable because uh, it's not what we're trying to do here. Because when you do that, what happens with it? Well, with somebody like me who's anxious as with everything, uh, when you do that and put them on the spot, you're really not helping them open up because when you like, you kind of have to be careful about it with a lot of people. I, I just don't understand why everyone doesn't get that. And it was just really weird. Like there was a story I read a couple of weeks ago about a guy who didn't want to have a birthday party at his office because he doesn't want to be the center of attention. He's got a legit anxiety disorder. I don't have that, but I also don't want to be the center of attention like ever. And uh, Pat, that's why I don't promote your show. It's exactly why I don't promote my show because you're either going to find it and like it or not. And I'm not really concerned if you do or don't. Um, this is for, I don't make any money from this. This is for me. This is for me. All right. Well, I made money doing this once. Thank you, Josh. Um, but anyway, the guy, he said he did not want to have a birthday party at the office. He didn't want to do it because he was really anxious and didn't want to be the center of attention. And so he told the person who ran the, I don't know, birthday committee, whatever you call it. And apparently she forgot. And so they threw a party for him anyway, even though he you know, explicitly said, no, don't do this. So he had a panic attack. He left the office. And then he was called the next day for a manager uh, with a manager's meeting. And they started getting on him like, hey, why did you do this? Why did you, you know, storm out of the party? Like you ruined everybody's experience. And he's like, yeah, it was my birthday. And I said, I didn't want to party. And then so the boss is kind of yelling at him. He's like, please stop doing that. And he had another panic attack. And then he's like, I can't do this anymore. And then he was sent home for a couple of days and then he got fired because of his behavior, because he freaked out when somebody threw a party for him he didn't want and then yelled at him the next, like someone else, his superior, yelled at him the next day for ruining the party that he didn't want thrown. So he sued and won. He won like $450,000 or something like that because they triggered his anxiety disorder. Like he has a legit disorder. And he was like, yeah, I don't want this. I don't want a party or anything. And the, the people at the company were such about it too. They were like, oh, uh, you know, uh, my employee morale is most important to us. Like, clearly it's not. You just wanted some cake and you didn't take into account this guy's feelings about it. All of that to say, if someone says, I don't want a thing for my birthday, I don't want to read out loud, I'm not comfortable sharing information about myself, like in this group setting, respect that. And let them do it another way. There is no reason to, you know, trigger someone's uh, anxiety or have somebody, 
you know, uh, fall into a panic attack, because I've had those. It's not fun. There's no reason to trigger that just because you want some goddamn cake or you want somebody to share their name with you. Like, there's no reason. So all of that, I, I kind of took a turn. I wanted to mention that story anyway. So we, like I said, I thought I was going to dive into some stuff, and I did. Um, kudos to that lady who ran the training who said you don't have to talk if you don't want to, because that is something I think every uh, every person who runs a thing who has to deal with a group of people in any kind of setting like that, that is, I think, the way to go. Don't make everybody do it on the spot. Don't put pressure on anybody, again, especially without warning, because uh, you never know what somebody's, uh, how somebody's going to react. That sounds weird. That's what matters. Anyway, we're not going down that road again. Um, so, yeah, if you run a training, don't be a about it. Don't, don't be like, oh, come on, man. Just blah, blah, blah. Like, nope, not comfortable doing it. So please stop doing what you're doing. So there you go. Kudos to that lady. We went a long way to that one, but I'm sure it's fine. So there's, I don't know. We talked about icebreakers and then that guy. I wanted to mention that story, too, that guy who uh, who sued his former employer and won. They fired him because he had a panic attack because he was being yelled at because he didn't want a party thrown that was thrown anyway. And they fired him, and he sued them, and he won. And that is fantastic. Not that he had to deal with all of that, but that he took on the corporation and got some money out of it. So uh, kudos to that guy, too. I didn't have any of that information in front of me. I just remembered reading the story. So there you go with that. Alrighty. Um, speaking of office stuff, let's do this. I read this in, I don't know, Washington Post or something like that. And it really bothered me. Um, if you listen to the show for the last couple of years, you know that I am very pro work from home. I love working from home. I think that if, uh, if your job can be done remotely, you should have the option and it shouldn't be like my job. It's weirdly like we have to do a selection. It's based on seniority which I guess is the fairest way to do it. But in my opinion, if somebody wants to work at home, as long as you have all of the necessary personnel in the office, they should be able to work from home. Seniority or not, if they want to work there, then if someone in the office wants to switch, then you go the seniority route. But I I guess, I don't know. Anyway, I love working at home. It's the best. If you can work from home, your job should allow you. Uh, This whole, no, we have to be together as a family in the office. is just that. And I read this the other day. And it just, it really made me mad because there are some companies trying to lure people back into the office by giving them booze. Now, I'm not saying I'm not appreciative of free booze. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is I, and apologies, I know a few coworkers listen to this. If I spend all day with you, I don't want to spend more time with you after that. Like if they're like, hey, come back to the office, we'll have happy hours. Because I don't think there's any way a lot of companies are letting them drink on the clock. I feel like it's, hey, we're doing it after work today so you can stay and have some booze. So taking more time away from you and your family so you can stay there with your coworkers and drink? I'm sorry, it just doesn't appeal to me at all. And the fact that this is their thing, like, hey, come back in. That's what we're going to do to lure you back from work from home uh, where you don't have to commute and pay for gas or uh, tolls or the bus or subway or whatever. You don't have to buy food there or on the way back. You don't have to deal with the stress of commuting. Um, You don't have to leave earlier than you would if you're working at home. Like I roll down here 10 minutes before it's time to sign in and get going. And uh, I wouldn't be able to do that if I was still at the office. So, you know, you want me, you expect me to give all of that up. And also the biggest reason uh, for me, I would say, is that I can go upstairs and see my son anytime I want. And you expect me to give all of that up for some free booze. And like, what? so what am I like staying late 
to drink with my coworkers or am I drinking at lunch and then I'm drunk on the job? You probably wouldn't get drunk at lunch or you shouldn't anyway, but I'm just trying to play out a scenario here. Like if my job said, hey, and we wouldn't do this, we would not, absolutely. But if my job said, hey, come back to the office and we'll let you, you know, drink some beer at lunch. All right, great. Well, what's your definition of some? Because if you give me like four and I pound them, and at four, man, arbitrary number, whatever, you give me however many and I just pound them during my lunch break, guess what? I'm going to be feeling it the rest of the day. And do you really want me to, uh, to be, let's call it unfocused for the rest of my shift and then have to go home? Never mind if people have to drive home. Like if you have a happy hour at the job and then people have to, they, so they get all, uh, let's, uh, you know, they hit the sauce, then they drive home. So then you're, you're dealing with that too. It's just a terrible idea. And to frame it as, hey, we're a family and all that other shit, uh, it really bothers me. I didn't, I'm not a fan when, uh, when your job says, oh, we're, not, we're more than just, uh, just coworkers. We're a family. No, we're not. My family's here. My family's upstairs. My family's not my coworkers. You're my coworkers. I can get along with you, most of you. And sure, we can become friends. We can be friendly or become friends even, and we, you know, all that. We're not a family. At the end of the day, when my shift is over, I'm going home. I'm not staying late. I'm not coming in early. I'm not working through lunch. I'm not doing any of that Because it's a job. It's not my life. And the fact that you are trying to frame it as, hey, come back and drink with your coworkers and have happy hours and have fun, when really you're just trying to take more time away from me and my family and whatever I'm doing, trying to control more of my life, while probably not paying me for it is uh, is disingenuous and gross, and I'm not a fan. So if your job says, hey, come back to the office and we'll give you free booze, kindly tell them to go f- themselves. All right, can we do that? Can we get on that train? Don't go back to the office for a happy hour. Don't do it. Like, get your own booze. Hang out with whoever you want after work. Hang with your coworkers after work if you want. Just, um, yeah, don't go back to, like, don't trade in your work from home with all the benefits that I mentioned just so you can go and drink with your coworkers. That's so, and maybe some people like hang up. Maybe uh, uh, this is just me and I shouldn't be telling you not to do this. All right, let's reframe that. Uh, there is no way in hell I'm doing that. I am not going to trade in all of my benefits for working at home to go back to my office. First of all, my office sucks. And <laughs> like the building, like the actual physical place, it's awful. And I hate going there. And then all the other stuff and it just whatever. So, yeah, I'm not trading in all of that stuff just because you want to offer me like a beer at lunchtime. No, that's not like I said a couple weeks ago. If you're going to drag me back, maybe come back to the office, start paying me when I commute. Like start paying me at seven o'clock when I'm on the bus. Right. Start paying me, uh, you know, at 415 when I get on the subway and let me, you know, clock out again when I get home. You know, if you want to make me put on my GPS on my phone to make sure that I go right home and don't get paid to go to the store or whatever, that's uh, that's a little weird, but not that I'm not being tracked anyway. But the point is, I, there is no possible way you could get me back to an office, any, not even just my office, any office, after I've worked at home for two years just by saying, hey, here's some beer. No, I'm not doing that. That's so, that is... Oh, and again, just to frame it in, in that way, which is just, it's gross. Not a fan. So yeah. All right. We probably should have swapped some things around because uh, <laughs> we, we might've wanted to end on a, on a happier note. Uh, we're not ending the show just yet. We got a couple more things to go here, but um, it's not a lot. 
So there you go. Yeah. So I there's no way. Um, I probably shouldn't have told you not to go back. If you want to go back to your office for booze, I'd be like I can't stop you. I'm not your dad. But I would think after all this time working at home, if you've enjoyed yourself or if you've uh, benefited in certain ways from working at home, it should probably take a lot more than some booze to get you back in. That's my opinion. There you go. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Um, yeah, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to have time to dive into the sports thing. I know there's no real break there, but it's fine. Yeah. I won't have time this week, but I'm going to try to do that going forward for the rest of, at least for baseball season to try to make the, the sports things kind of timely. I did it last year and it, uh, I enjoyed it. I had some success with it. So we're going to try it out. We'll see what happens, but I've been watching the NBA playoffs with the kid. Like I said, he likes basketball and the playoffs playoffs have been fun so far. The Sixers look pretty good. Tyrese Maxey's awesome. Um, I think the Suns are... Did they lose the other day? Damn, I forget. I know Devin Booker got hurt. Uh, the Bucks look pretty good in their first game, right? Their, it was the second game. Whatever it is happened. Uh, I talk about the Sixers for me and Phil. Uh, the Suns from my buddy Chris Crimmins, who's been on the show. Uh, wonderful musician. And uh, the Bucks for my dear friend Danny Schmitz. Produced my albums, been on the show many times. So those are my three NBA teams that I really kind of pay attention to. And if you want me to follow yours, let me know. Unless you're like the Lakers fan. I don't know if I could do that. But, um, yeah, let me know. If you want me to to kind of highlight uh, any sports thing of yours or any, um, I don't know, if you want me to talk about something in particular, you let me know. And I will do my best to cover it and yell about it and uh, maybe do a little research. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I mentioned last week about the Phillies. I thought, hey, they're good, right? And uh, I tried to put a po- as positive a spin as I could on it. It did not work. Uh, they did not get my good juju, as my buddy at work likes to say. And uh, it's been bad. The team has been bad so far. And uh, they were fun for the first couple of days, and now they're not. They're not fun. I don't know what's going on. Not hitting. The pitching's awful. The defense is uh, as bad as we thought it would be. But um, they're not hitting yet, and that's disappointing. And uh, I'm not saying I'm, like, jumping off the ship yet or anything like that. It's only April. But at some point, i got to get it together, right? Figure it out. Everybody's like, oh, we're going to fire the manager, man. I'm like, I don't really think that's going to help. I don't think that's really the the solution. Like, cause he's not playing. And he's not the one struggling at the plate or struggling on the mound or struggling out there in center field or wherever, right? He's not the guy who's doing that. And so I don't think, like, they always people always say that, right? Fire the manager. It's going to shake things up. I don't think that's a good thing in this case. Plus, it's only April. It's only April. And you got some new guys and uh, team chemistry and all that, whatever the case might be. I would like for the Phillies to get their together. All right. Can we do that, guys? Come on. Come on. Come on, please. Thanks. All right. Go, Phils. Go, Sixers. Go whoever you like, unless I also don't like them. So there you go. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm a sports fan. So if you're, if I don't like your favorite team, I don't want them to win. So there you go. There you go with that. All right. We good. With all the things, I let's see, we crossed off that thing. We're not doing that. We might do that some other time, or we won't. So we have a song for you. Oh, yeah, the Flyers are terrible. There we go. Captain probably won't be uh, making any appearances on the show here because he just got really, well, he got even more busy. So congratulations, buddy. Um, so we, we miss you on the show, sir. But also, we get it. That vague enough? Great. So there you go. That's all the stuff I got to tell you today. Um, oh, we're going to talk about pitch clocks. Ah, all right, real quick, pitch clocks work. 
They're working in the minor leagues. They're shortening games by an average of 20 minutes. So get them in the major leagues as soon as possible. I've written about pitch clocks. I think on the it's on the website. I'll link it in the show notes. I've talked about it. But now there's some data to back it up because they have used them in the minor leagues. And guess what? They're shortening games. They're quickening the pace of play. So let's go. Get them in the major leagues as soon as you can. There you go. That, now we're good. That's all the stuff I got to tell you for today. So we have a song from our new friends, Mega Wave. And oh, shout out real quick to my friend Hope Vista. She's been on the show. She was on the Thanksgiving episode. Oh, she also just released an EP called Trauma Response. Um, she performs as Revive. And I hope that she can come back on the show at some point to talk about all that stuff. That'd be great. The reason I'm shouting her out, other than she's wonderful, is that she wrote a piece for Substream, I think it was. I'll link it in the show notes. About women in rock, women in music, and uh, band, basically bands you need to check out. And uh, I reached out to a bunch of the bands on this list. And one of them got back to me quickly. So thank you for that. The band is called Mega Wave. And, uh, you know, see, when your friends do fun stuff like that, it can also come back and help you. And by help me, I mean, I don't know, give me another band to feature on the show. So, the ba- <laughs> again, the band is Mega Wave. We had to look up the album. I forgot. Uh, their deb- Is it their debut album? It's their latest album. Let's call it that. It is called Rainbow Heartache. It is available now where you get your songs. I got it on Bandcamp, so I, I always recommend going there. Um, I prefer that platform. I don't know why. Well, as a musician, it's easier. Anyway, you know what? Get the uh, the link to all their stuff will be in the show notes. But Mega Wave, get it where you get your stuff. The, that's the band, the album, Rainbow Heartache. I'm really botching this today. Uh, <laughs> they wanted me to mention they have a Twitch stream every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And their Twitch name is Mega Wave Makes Music. And they do interviews, song requests, all kinds of fun stuff over there. And uh, so go check that out. Tell them, I, uh, tell them you heard about them on the show, and they might remember uh, that I did that. And uh, I think that's all they wanted me to say, right? Yeah, that's all we wrote down, so I think we're good. So here is... Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, we are not having a good time here with this. We're, we're going to be fine. It's going to be great. This is brand new <laughs> brand new to us. The song is called Projector. It's Mega Wave. It's the Melting Pat. Back in a bit. Biggest person getting bigger. I'm stopping all over. 
to sound fun. There you have it, Mega Wave, with uh, one of their latest projector. It's the Melting Pad again. Follow them. Actually, I think most of their uh, social things are Mega Wave makes music anyway, right? Well, follow them on Twitch and tell them I sent you. And there you go. <laughs> I'm sorry, we've really screwed that up, didn't we? Mega Wave, thank you so much for the okay. <laughs> Oh, felt great about that one. It felt good to do that after I like totally botched what I was supposed to say and then just to kind of get really into that groove. There you go. They're never coming back. They'll never come on the show now. Like I, after I screwed all that up and then they heard me do that, they're like, no, f- this guy. <laughs> Mega Wave makes music Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitch. Uh, go check them out. Tell them I sent you or not. Just go check them out and enjoy yourself. All right. All right. So there you go. That's it for the show today. We did it. My thanks to Megawave, my thanks to uh, to my friend Hope Vista for doing that piece and exposing me to some new tunes. My thanks to that training lady for not making us talk if we didn't want to. And um, my thanks to whoever on Twitter shared that story of the guy who sued his employer and won 
All because he because he got fired because they thought he ruined the cake celebration or something. That's so dumb. If someone says, hey, I don't want you to do this for me, don't do it. It's not that hard. So there you go. That's all. My thanks to you also for joining me today. That's going to be it. TheMeltingPat.com for all of my stuff. Check out the, uh, the Next Level Network on Red Circle. Oh, man, all kinds of stuff going on. Panels and Pixels. Uh, Wilhelm is coming back soon, I think. If they're not back already, then it's next week, Ben says. I don't remember what date he put on there, but uh, he swears he's going to be back. Yeah, so I don't know. If he's not back, you tell him to hurry the hell up. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think we're good. 209-867-7638. Text or leave a voicemail with your questions, comments, concerns, observations, and, of course, corrections. And there you go with all of that. This has been an 8-Boiler production. G-Lovin' Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. That is all. Thank you so much. Until next time, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wash your hands, wear your mask. Get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And, of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the Melting Pat. Thank you so much for being here. Until next time, you know the drill, all right? You know it. Don't do the things. Just don't be stupid, all right? Is that enough? Great. Thanks so much. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade would be nice. Of a spice from the top to a BK. Got a bar crop of drinks, but cross. Got the bait on a bum board. See, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mint. It's my teeny time. Yeah, yeah, feeling old. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. From the fat and real good sounding Chocolate egg cream, yo, on ten cherry grounds And caught chill by Marshalls and my ride Wobbles to the right, they got beverages Inside of me, a high coffee, then fill it up with ice Watermelon, it's like it's right Please fix me a large slice Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old Yeah, have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold Cold, 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 cold Is something from the bar? Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. What? Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. To and you can Bite, but the brew tastes a nice back to the ball. So every decorates on a collada. Need a whole lot of them full drinks. They got some up on the must tell you I'm the Kool-Aid kid. When you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge. Cause I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm kinda thirsty. I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah.